you know what? I understand why Monty starts with the singing. Oh, it's it's hard awkward. to intro in. Hello, everybody. <laughs> oh, God, I'm so sick of her fucking singing. It's so weird. But you oh. know what? The people love it. Do they? She's the people's princess. Mate, she's... Oh, <laughs> Don't tell her I said it. No, no. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good. That's good. Well, it's Mel and Stace with you. And today we are doing our questions your publicist wouldn't approve podcast. And it's just sort of five quick questions uh, that give you a little bit more insight into a person. And today we have a very special guest, <laughs> our very own Stacey Morlang Sullivan. Hi, Mel. Oh. <laughs> I can't believe she left us with this podcast. Without I know. Her. I know. What an idiot. I know. My heart's beating very fast. But you know what? We can do it. We of can course. do it. We're all, we're old hands at this oh, now. Yes. Yeah. We've done a few rounds. Okay, so we're just going to um, get into the questions and Stace will answer them and uh, hopefully we find out some interesting dirt on her. So, Stace, number yes. one, mm-hmm. does getting older scare you? Uh, y- yes. Yes, it does scare me. To like, Obviously, there's, I, we, I have a lot of disability in my family, mm-hmm. so the, the thought of being physically vulnerable to me frightens the shit out of me. Do like when I was pregnant, mm. I was, the reason part of the reason why I hated it so much because I was like, if somebody stole my wallet, I would not be yeah. able to chase after them. And I'm like, I, you know, I just need to feel yeah. powerful, to feel in control, and I'm so fucking scared. Do you think of getting older and not being able to save myself or be able to like move quickly? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know? Do you feel like that stems from your sporting career? Like it's do you think that's like the root of it? I th- um perhaps perhaps because I know how it feels it frightens me to not feel that mm. possibly but also just in general like when I see elderly people I'm like I know. Oh, you can't really even save yourself. Like that's just an awful feeling in my yeah. like I can feel what that might feel like and it is fucking scares me. I reckon you're going to be karate chopping, karate chopping people into your nineties. One of those 90s. people just swimming at the beach in, you know, like a bikini when I'm eighty. You've so, you've so got the. As I always if. say this. You've so got the right idea <laughs> a, around that stuff. Like for you, it's always health and fitness first before aesthetics. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. like you, you wouldn't be saying I'm going on a run because I want to fit into those jeans. Oh, I wouldn't. You want to go, go for? A run. A, yeah, it wouldn't motivate me. Yeah, <laughs> oh, amazing. Um, okay, so what is the bravest thing you've ever done? Oh, oh, by far the bravest thing I've ever done is moving to America when I was 17 to go to college over there. Jesus, that is by far. Like when I think about it now, as a parent, mm. it was so brave of my parents to let me do that. Yeah. But then also just to get on a plane, having never been overseas before mm. by myself, yeah, not knowing a single solitary person and moving over there for four years. Okay, hang on. So let's – why did you originally go over I there? originally went over there to on a lacrosse scholarship to play in America. So yep. I went and basically they pay you with education and all that to, to play for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I originally went to do that. I obviously stayed a bit longer and coached and – I met my husband and stuff, so we, we travelled a bit and stuff. But originally I literally went from high school in the December mm-hmm. and jumped on a plane in January and went. And you knew nobody? No one. Oh, my God. Like obviously they'd recruited me, so I'd talk to them on the phone, the coaches, but I didn't know my teammates or anything. And then you just walk into a dorm and you're like, hi, how are you? <gasps> and when you get there, were people 
majority of people friendly. Oh, yeah. Like, will you like the new oh, toy? Oh, yeah. can you say kangaroo? <laughs> uh, you know what, though? Americans are very, very, like, welcoming. And mm. like, I showed up and all the parents had chipped in for dunas and pillows because I didn't have anything. Oh, no way. And they're just, they were just the most phenomenal humans. I got so lucky. Thank God. Because it was just the time of my life. Because these are some of your best friends now oh, too, yeah. aren't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you're also thrust into team sports again where you build yeah. friendships that are, you relate to each other in a completely different way than normal yeah. friendships. So it sticks a bit harder than sometimes normal mm. friendships do. But that was without question the bravest thing I ever did and the best thing I ever did. Oh, my God. When you, when you got that call when you were living here and they offered you that scholarship, were you automatically yes or were you like, I've got to think about this and then you were weighing up? No, no, I think I always was like, yeah, I'll try it. Mm. But just my parents were always like, I had to choose a, between a few schools, so that was probably the hardest part. Yeah. But then my parents were like, you you know, very level-headed about, choose what suits you. This is about education as much as it is lacrosse. Yeah. But also, if you don't like it, you just come home. So I left yeah. thinking, well, I'll give it a go. If it doesn't work, doesn't work. Gee, that's a good... Yeah. It's a good way to think about life. Oh, you have Just to. try it. Otherwise, if it's it too much work, pressure. Who cares? Too much pressure if you do that. Mm. Nothing. Everything's changeable, you yeah. know? So I always went with like, I can change this if I'm not happy. Yeah. So it didn't become overwhelming for me, but it was pretty pretty hectic. Wow. That's yeah. Awesome though. It's pretty good. Mm. Um, when in your life have you been the most scared? Oh, God. This is an easy one too. When I was rushed in to have my first child, mm-hmm. and in my head I was like that typical idiot who had a birth plan that was foolproof, that was no drugs, that was natural, that was blah, blah. And then yeah. within literally one appointment it was, you need to go to the hospital right now, I have to get this kid out. So what actually happened? His heart this rate was dropping. Raph? This yeah. was with Raph 10 years ago, nine years ago. Um, his heart rate was dropping quite rapidly and it wasn't coming back up. So he was like, mm-hmm. I just don't feel comfortable sending you home. Um, so I literally had my bag in the car and we drove there and within 40 minutes he was out. So this, but, but that wasn't the scariest part. The scariest part was, um, going into the room Mm -hmm. for a C-section, not knowing that no one could go in with me by myself and everyone's just doing their business and you're sitting on this cold table Mm. and then putting a spinal tap into my back. The thing that frightened the fuck, which is why I didn't want drugs either, was like, I just don't want anything near my spine. Yeah. I'm just so – it probably comes back to, like, being scared of ageing. I yeah. was so deathly afraid that they would stick it somewhere in my back yeah. that I, my legs wouldn't move. So after the baby came out and they were stitching me up, I started having a panic attack of somebody needs to move my legs, somebody needs to move my leg. I need, had the sensation that oh my, my mind was telling my legs to move but they couldn't. Oh. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm not going to be able to walk again. And then when I went into recovery, the nurses were like, what is going on here? And I was like, I need you both. I need – so I had my husband moving one leg mm. and a nurse moving another, like just in like a cycling Bicycle motion. Sort of, yeah. So that I had the sensation again. Yeah. It, look, it comes back quickly. Don't get me wrong. Like it's within 40 could minutes. Could you feel when they were doing that? My feet tingle and stuff. Yeah, I could okay. feel it. But I couldn't do it myself. And every other kid I had, obviously I had C-sections after that. Mm. Um the same thing happened. I was just more mentally prepared, but I was also – that's the only thing I cared about was please make sure they don't hit something in my legs, you know, work after it. That's, that was the scariest moment for you sure. Think, isn't it funny though? You think when you, when you have some sort of spinal thing done, epidural, spinal tap, whatever, and you think it's that 
such a minimal little move oh, wrong. You get that wrong and it's lights out. God. Yeah, not, it, yeah. and that, that totally freaked me out so bad. Well, look at you. You went on to win a – did oh. you win a lacrosse World Cup after that? Not after. Lost oh. that one. Oh. <laughs> well, you played. It up. You pl- <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that. Um, okay. What makes you really happy? Uh, I think my friendships make me really happy. Mm. Just relationships in general. I think connecting with humans makes me really happy. You know, properly connecting with them. Yeah. Um, and just p- putting time into relationships and making people feel like they matter is makes me really happy. You are very, very, very good like that. You remember if someone has an appointment or you remember if someone hasn't been well or whatever and you're, how are you feeling? How's this? How's that? You're, you're very, very good like that. You're, very, you're a very um, mindful friend. I That's think. very nice of you to say that. It's I, very true. I do – I work really hard at it, probably to a fault. I like mm. – my mind doesn't slow down because of it, but it does fill my cup up at the same time. You know, when you're course. like – Of course. And you have these friendships that have been since school, mm. like these huge long friendships that you've made yeah. along the way. So special. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah. That's very nice. Who's your favourite friend? No, I'm joking. <laughs> Imagine. I know. Oh, I know. Um, what's your biggest turn off? Loud fucking chewing. Oh, since that's I've had the ba- worst. Oh, God, look at you chewing. I want to punch you in the nose. I, since I had children, young children, mm. and, the hot, and, you know, the napping and the sleeping and all that with little kids. Yep. I have definitely got misophonia. Have you heard oh. of misophonia? It's like that anxiety around noise and most yeah. young mums have it I think because mm. when I say it they're like oh my god I've got that too where like if it's multiple noises like if there's a tv on and a kid yelling and then a phone rings mm. I feel like I'm my head's going to explode yeah and when I hear someone chewing oh. at the same like is one of those noises and I just that sound in general I'm like oh my god I want to kick your face in you know some people <laughs> purposely listen to videos of those sounds. There's oh. there's videos you can watch on the internet of people eating food into a microphone. What? Sloppy pastas, oh, slurping soups, all that sort of thing. Oh, d- it can makes me like really honestly the mental warfare of me talking myself through staying calm in those at those times is hectic. Jeez. <laughs> Very full on, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I know. You know, it's nothing worse than like when you walk into someone's house. My sister's house is a bit like this. The TV's on really loud in one room and then it's on really loud in the other room and then there's music playing. Oh, no. People are talking or people are over-talking. Yes. To over And you're like, oh, oh it's too can't much. can't hear your own thoughts. Yep. Overstimulating. Yeah. I agree. Um, okay. What would your last meal be? And you've got to give me an entree, mm. a main, and a dessert. And the thing here is allergies, you know, none of that stuff applies because you're going to die anyway. So just yes. if it could be anything. Mm-hmm. My entree mm. would be pesto pasta because I really? can't eat pesto and I fucking love it. So that would be my entree because I just look at it and I smell it and I just want to eat it and it makes me so sick. Would you – would you put parmesan cheese on top oh, of that? Oh, yeah, the whole yeah. kit and caboodle. Oh, yeah, yeah, lovely, lovely. And pine nuts, whole pine nuts, just the whole thing. Oh, very yeah. nice. Okay. My main would be schnitzel with a really kick-ass salad. Oh, you've lost me. 
Salad? Really? No, no, like I mean like Caesar salad, like a creamy, lovely. Okay. No chips? Nah. <gasps> Although like I could live on hot chips, don't get me wrong, but schnitzel is like a chip to me when it's done right, when it's thin and really crispy. Mate, I make a killer schnitzel. Do you? I bet it, you it's fucking thick though, isn't it? No way. I would never <laughs> eat a thick schnitzel. Ugh. No. Ugh. And I'll only eat it chicken schnitzel. If I've made it or someone I know has made it because I need to cut off every little bit. Oh, same. Of same. Uh, just any of that. You know, you see the little tendon things and whatever. Oh, no. Yuck. No, no one can prepare my chicken for me. No. No. No way. If I get a crunchy bit, it's like full oh. gag reflex and I can't eat it again. And the secret's in the crumb. Oh, absolutely. Pango. It has to be. has to be good Pango crumb. crumb. Oh, no. See, we Pango, do. I should say panko. Yeah. Panko, which is crispy, which yes. is very good. Yes. But we do, my mother-in-law usually makes it for us, but so it's obviously um, breadcrumb, but she makes it from bread, right? Oh, oh okay, yeah. yes. Parmesan cheese, garlic, uh, parsley, all whizzed up together and then chuck it in the freezer. Oh, no and it way. doesn't freeze all together. Same as parmesan cheese. You can put that in the freezer too. How about that? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, okay, so we've and my got – dessert. Yeah. Listen, anything milk chocolate based is going to really? really get me going. But if, if it was my last ever dessert, yep. I would probably just go for a straight block of dairy milk chocolate out of the fridge, not in the fridge. You, you know what? I could serve you up your last meal. You could. You could come to my joint and I would cook boring. you your last meal. So boring, isn't it? No, nah, it's not boring. It's not boring because it's stuff that you probably don't eat that often. No. No, I eat schnitzel once a week, easily, and chocolate every day. But but it's like they're genuine, like I'm savouring every bit. Yeah. You know? Like I love it that much. Yeah, that's good. Um, okay, and lucky last, if you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Mm, this is a good one. I often think this all the time though, so it's quite easy. I have an intenseness about me that can't relax. Like I just mm. – have an inability to genuinely relax. And if I do, I can't, like, I'm uncomfortable. Like, every minute of my day is accounted for. And even on a day off of everything, I'll have a schedule and a structure so that almost every minute of my day is accounted for so that I can get everything done. And I just, it annoys me that I can't just fly by the seat of my pants. I'm not flexible at all. Mm. So if I could change anything, it would be, to be comfortable being more flexible and relax a little bit. You are very – I remember when the three of us went away and Monty and I, like, just rolled out of bed at, like, 10.30 and you were up. You'd already, I don't know, b- set the fire up. You'd made coffee. You you had all these things you'd already done mm. and you had to do, your, you know, you and Monty both did your workout and all that sort mm. of stuff and I was like – lumping here on the couch but mm. that's you know what you it, I understand that it feels sort of rigid sometimes but that's something quite admirable well it gives you. me the ability to feel chilled out and stress-free yeah being spontaneous and loose is when people would see me stressed other than that I feel really relaxed because I'm in control. We'll pack your bags because <laughs> we're going on a mystery flight. <laughs> Imagine. Oh, I couldn't think of anything worse. Oh, my God. Stacey Morling Sullivan, thank you for joining us. <laughs> Mel, great interviewing. Mate, that was Me, so you good. Should really take these mics off oh, and so we don't have to listen have to you guys made anymore. It, have you guys made it through this? This without, without the mont? 
But anyway, hopefully you have and hopefully you enjoyed it and got a bit of insight into Stace. The boring mind. The wonder that is Stacey. Um, And we will see you soon. You can follow us on Instagram. We're on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Mel's lost it. Hey, guys, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. (laughs)